Welcome everybody once again to the Magic Table. It's nice to have you here. Uh, today we are talking about the Sabbath. Now you've probably you know, heard AJ's episode or you can go back a couple episodes and listen to AJ Swoboda's episode. Uh, you might be tired of hearing about the Sabbath, but it is just something that has been so transformative to us. We just wanted to talk a little bit about um, what the Sabbath looks like for our family specifically. There's great info in uh, AJ's episode. We don't get into the nuts and bolts of the biblical case for the Sabbath here. We get into more like what it's meant to us, how we celebrate the Sabbath, how we go about, you know, a Sabbath day. And uh, so I think there's a lot of different info in here. And so, uh, yeah, I hope this maybe nudges you further along in just your thinking about the Sabbath or, or what the Sabbath means and, and all of that. So i uh, love for you to uh, check it out and let us know what you think. Make sure that you are following the podcast at Theology of Hustle on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, welcome to the Magic Table. All right. Well, welcome back to the Magic Table. We are talking Sabbath today. Are you excited about talking Sabbath? I am. You're always very excited about talking <laughs> things. Uh, All the things. Let's. Uh, I think we should start, though, just talking about Sabbath by... Talking about maybe our journey with Sabbath and how we kind of got to where we are. Sure. You're looking at me like I'm going to start that conversation. Okay. So um, I think the way we started at Sabbath was that we were just at a place about this time last year of just feeling like we life is insane. We are no different than anyone around us. We pride ourselves on being busy and having a full schedule, and it just didn't feel good. And so I think, you know, my hope is that like when we're at school events or in our community, people would look at the way we interact, like Curry and I interact together, the way we interact with our children, and see that as different, but I think we were really at a place that we didn't feel we were living much differently than the world, and there was a heaviness of that yeah. for our family. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, totally. And so about that time, we had um, a friend who texted and said, we're listening to an incredible podcast series. Here's the first episode, and this was like on a Tuesday. I was like, we're having dinner on Friday, have it listened to by then so we can discuss. And they're the type of friends that if they recommend something like that, we're immediately going to listen to whatever. We're just they... obedient people like yes. in general. Yeah. Uh, but we trust them. And if they said this is something really good and they wanted to process it, we wanted to, you know, process it as well. And so we started listening to Bridge. Town. Bridgetown Audio. Yeah. yeah. Um, which we'll link in the show notes by we I mean Curry. <laughs> That's just a given for the podcast. Um and started listening to this series and it was one of those things that really felt like divinely appointed. It was kind of what we needed when we needed it. And we just felt real conviction to start sabbathing as a family i mean we listened to the first episode and i just remember being like oh my like it, it was just like i think it rocked both of us to our core for sure yeah and i think that we also someone was giving language to some of the feelings that we were having of just being like just feeling like i don't think god wants us to feel exhausted all the time and 
and what does rest look like? Um, and so we kind of started a practice of Sabbath Yeah. at that point. Yeah. I think in reality, we had had periods of Sabbath before. Right. We just didn't. This series from this other church really like deepened our understanding. And I think it sounds ridiculous, but like we hadn't understood rest. Like when we had Sabbath, it was like, well, we'll just watch TV or. Well, it was like doing something different than you'd normally do, right? Like, right. But it wasn't rest. Right. Or I think more importantly, I didn't, and maybe this is just me, but I didn't understand that Sabbath isn't just about rest per se, but more about delighting in God and the things that he gives. Absolutely. Yeah. And worship. Yeah. You right. know, Sabbath is a time of worship as well. And we had put so, it in this category of like napping though, I feel like yes. in the past or like not like veg- mowing the lawn. Or, right. You or know, like just vegging out. Ve- yeah. Right. Netflixing and And eating stuff. garbage. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So different than our normal every day, every night. You know? For sure. For <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. And so I think we, we were just at a place that we were ready to receive this message and this word. I think we're also at a place that our kids are getting older. We are trying to impart more than like, Jesus loves you. <laughs> Give them depth to their faith. And this seems like a really beautiful opportunity for us to parent them, to teach them about God and his character and how he designed us. And so, you know, we fail at a lot of things in parenting. And my hope is that this is something our children will look back at with fondness, not only for the time together, but just my hope is that it's helping them grow in their relationship with Jesus the same way we're growing with ours. Yeah. Um, I had a real aha moment, I think, uh, maybe even a couple of months ago, uh, but we teach a trauma informed parenting class and, uh, as you're teaching it, one of the lessons is just talking about nurture versus structure, right? So like you need both of those things in order to parent well, if you, you know, too, too much or too little of one thing can be detrimental. Uh, but what it was talking about is that you can figure out or sort of tell nature versus structure by, uh, your nose being structure and your nurture being, you're right. Did I say that right? Nurtures are yeses. Structure is nose. And nurture is yes. Correct. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that was months ago. Yeah, we right. taught that section months ago. <laughs> months ago. But, um, and so in the, in the practice uh, of, of going through that uh, curriculum for the, for the people in the class, you have to do a day of yeses, which sounds crazy, but is amazing with your kids. And I, I realized that like Sabbath is that day in which we, nurture our children when we like focus on nurture because there are so many no's throughout the week right like we got to get to school we got to you know get to basketball practice we got to we got to we got to I'm working leave me alone (laughs) hopefully nicer than that but like yeah we're trying to get stuff done all week and the sabbath is a day of being totally present the entire day yes and it it really is a day of Yes, our children. My mom happened to be here near Christmas for um, a Sabbath, and our kids were so excited for her to Sabbath with us. Yeah. And they were so excited to share with her, like, Sabbath is delight. 
And so right now for them, a huge part of Sabbath and delighting is they get sugar. They get treats and they're not ridiculous with it, but they know they get more treats on Sabbath than they would typically on a day. Right. And so, but even to hear them articulate to my mom, like, we get to have treats because we're delighting in God and his goodness. And I'm like, this is profound. Like, we're, you know, I think in the way that we're like, see God as the father, there is this like, we don't want to see him as just stern and like all structure or all like fluff (laughs) and and to me it's this beautiful picture of like even showing the character of god of like he gives us no's and yeses and you know as his children we get to delight in him and so teaching them how to do that and hearing them be excited about it not that they understand fully the theological principles but i think there is a sweetness in how it's changing how they see God. Yeah. And to be fair, I don't know that we understand fully the theological principles per se. I mean, oh, I do completely. Oh. <laughs> 120%. I don't even mean from a mental perspective. I just mean, I think the Sabbath is something that you just grow in like over like decades of practicing it. And you see new like nuances of it and experience new aspects of it as you, as you practice it, you know? Uh, yes. Absolutely. And I think even for us in our practice of Sabbath, we have moved to like deeper understanding. I'm sure we'll talk about later, but even moving from like, this is really hard. And how do we do this to like, I live for Sabbath. I live for that time of rest every week. And just how even that practice is shaping who I am, how my week functions like the joy that I feel as I leave work on Friday nights and turn off my phone and just, um, yeah, it, I agree. We're, we're learning along with our kiddos, the beauty of what Sabbath is. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I feel like, so God creates, uh, creates the entire world, right? Genesis one, and he calls it all good. And I think that as a, as a culture, just in broad with, with broad strokes, we don't know how to experience this world as good per se anymore. We we have become so much just about like, I don't know, maybe sin management or sort of like taking ourselves out of the world or not becoming too much a part of the world that we've lost what it means to delight in God's good creation because he's the creator. And though it's tainted by sin, obviously still, right? Uh, God is still good and he created good things for us and he wants us to delight in them because he's the good our good father yeah yeah good stuff yeah i think uh yeah that's it i mean that's something that i'm learning i think uh, as we go along this this journey so one thing to point out though about our sabbath journey is that we did not like wake up one day and just be like hey it's we're ready for a 24-hour sabbath right right there was a we've had an extensive extensive as as extensive as you can have in a year but we've had right. an extensive journey sort of like practicing the sabbath and figuring out how that works for our family and and i think being okay for it to morph and look different as we've grown in our practice right so how do we do you want to talk a little bit about just how we started how we started and- so gosh it, like we've lived a lot of life in a year how did we start <laughs> um so we 
started with just like a half day Sabbath because with my work schedule, that is what we could do. Um, I was really pushing for like a Thursday night into Friday Sabbath. Um, and Curry was quick to remind me that our children wouldn't actually be home. They'd been in school. <laughs> <laughs> that was just what was most convenient with my work schedule at the time. And so um, just realizing like, oh, yeah, we probably should do this as a family. So let's start. And, you know, we would do an afternoon either after church or after I got off work on Saturdays. After you got off work on Saturdays was not not great. It wasn't great. So not we ideal. moved to after church. Which was not greater. <laughs> <laughs> but it was something. It was something, yeah. And so I think once we started the half-day practice, you just... We wanted more, yeah. really. And realizing like, gosh, this is good. And... If this feels good, how good would it feel to do 24 hours? And so like, it sounds ridiculous, but I create my own work schedule. So it's not that big of a deal, but I just changed my work schedule. It and took you a while though. I mean, we, we yeah, did, we worked hard for we a did long time because I was also afraid I, you know, people get comfortable with like their spot and you don't want to lose people. Because you're deciding to practice Sabbath, which is a different podcast episode about like trusting the Lord's provision <laughs> and faithfulness. Um, which but, is a major part of the Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, yeah, over the summer, we started in August is when I, I cut out Saturdays so that we could move before we wanted to hit the start the rhythm before the kids went back to school. And so, yeah, we moved my work schedule so that we had a solid 24 hours to Sabbath. And I would say the first two months were hard, three months-ish. Yeah, I mean, what do you mean by hard? Like Just what? that rhythm and like getting used to, I mean, even to turn off your phone and be like... I mean, that's still hard. Well, it is still hard. <laughs> I mean, we still struggle with that. And like, I still, to this day, like expect to come back and turn on my phone after 24 hours and see like a million emails and like a bunch of texts of all these people that like totally missed me or knew I was gone. And that and they don't exist. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think even just finding the rhythm of like, you know, we listened to this podcast, we kind of started looking at what other people were doing. And I guess for me, that's kind of where the struggle was is like, What's this going to look like for us? Like we've looked at how all these other people do it and that's great. But for our family and our need and what we're trying to accomplish, what what does Sabbath look like? Um, but I feel like we've hit our rhythm. Like we know how to Sabbath. We And also we have a toddler. Yeah. Like, I mean, right. we have three children, but we also have a toddler. So like a high energy toddler. I feel like rest is relative and also it's still good. You know, if we decided to wait until like he wasn't a toddler, that doesn't feel realistic either. And so I think trying to figure out where are you in life and how do you make this practice work for you? Like we get it. Yeah. And and we have some Sabbaths that you, we're like done. We're like, well, that was hard. We did it. Didn't do it well. Not sure that anyone was really pointed to Jesus. And even I think like our last, like 
this last weekend was just a good Sabbath. Yeah. And it was even a little bit crazy because of some kid activity stuff, but it was just, it just felt really good. Yeah. So celebrate the good ones and realize that the not as good ones are only 24 hours. Yeah. And I feel like there's always, there's always some excuse that you could use to not Sabbath. I mean, there's always something coming up that you could. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like, like it has to be pretty impressive for us to miss a Sabbath for something. Mostly just like being out of town, right? Like, yeah, yeah, there's not much of that. So, um, do we want to talk now about practical, the practical sure. side of, of Sabbath? So what does that look like for us on a, do you want to walk sure. through the, walk through the. Our 24 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for us, we start Friday night. Um, when I get off work typically. And so, um, that has even been something. It's kind of weird to navigate because when I get home can vary by a couple of hours. And so, you know, kind of knowing that sets how we do Friday night. If I'm going to be home, we can, you know, cook like a pretty simple, quick dinner. If I'm going to be home at an earlier hour, if it's going to be a later night, like I'm going to get home almost at eight, I may pick up some dinner, just easy for us to start, um, to kick off Sabbath. Nothing that takes a lot of work. Um, the other thing to note about that, while I'm at work on Friday, you and the kids have work to get the house clean. I think that's where Sabbath really begins. Yes. Like is the prep. prep preparation. I think it's such an important part of it and something that I've, uh, found some joy in. I, there's just something to, it's like an excitedness, like somebody importance coming over to the house or something. And there's like a, a, a buzzing around, you know, that like, when you sort of prep for the Sabbath and when you do work to like get it ready where you don't have to like worry about dishes and and something for 24 hours or laundry or, you know, you just don't have to do anything around the house. There, it, it, it gives an importance to it. Absolutely. That you wouldn't normally have, I think. Yes. So that is a really impar- important part of our practice that I, I mean, I may do a load of dishes before I walk out the door, yeah. but for the most part, I'm not a part of, the preparation of it. Um, so I get home from work. We share a meal as a family, either before or after that we light candles and we read a liturgy as a family. And I don't think I realized how much I would love the liturgy piece of doing the Sabbath. And the fun thing is either our, seven-year-old or nine-year-old are the leaders of that. And so one of our children actually leads us in the liturgy, which is its own beautiful thing. And then um, we've implemented AJ's song, yes, the yeah. Shabbat Shalom song that we <laughs> sing around our table. And um, I think even the joy in that, like watching our kids sing and there's a little bit of silliness to it. Um, and fight over who lights the candles. Yes. Right? Yes. Because is it really Sabbath if your children aren't <laughs> fighting over using fire? Yeah. And so there's just really a sweetness to um, to that. And so, yeah, we put the kids to bed. And then instead of like our usual 
watching TV, hanging out, we both read um, because we try to do limited screens. Oh, also when I get home, we both put our phones on. What do we put them on? Do not disturb. Yep. Had to oh. learn how to do that. And then I put on my Sabbath shorts. I have specific <laughs> shorts. <laughs> Which is so ridiculous and it's 100% true. They're so comfortable though. Right? Yeah. Sabbath is all about comfort. I've <laughs> Sabbath has um, taught me a love of athleisure. I didn't understand it, but I have jumped on the athleisure bandwagon for Sabbath because, yes, comfort feels important. So... Um, yeah, so Friday night we read. And why that's significant is like I used to read a long time ago before we had children. And so for me, it's like a practice of self-care and it's doing something that I enjoy, but I don't usually make time for. You also read. Yes, I read. But yours is different. Yeah, I so I read a lot during the week for the podcast or whatever. Uh, or, yeah, quite a bit. I'm reading. Uh, and I so I read... Books I would not normally read when I'm on the Sabbath, like more entertaining books as opposed to, you know, maybe theology or, you know, something like that. So it's just a time of like, I don't know, just in, enjoying reading, you know, right. enjoying. Yeah. And, and it's just for us, it's a different rhythm than what we typically have. And I love it. And we have the conversation every Friday night, like, why don't we do this more nights a week? And then we don't ever do it more nights <laughs> the week, but maybe it just makes Friday night special. Yeah. Yeah, so to uh, we get to bed early on Friday night uh, and actually try to get some sleep, which right. is... Right, which is profound. Yeah, right. Yeah. And helps with the Sabbath. Yeah. And then Saturday mornings, uh, we do break a little bit of the screen rule on Saturday mornings with the kids because Saturday morning cartoons is like... It's a family the, staple. It's the awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah, we do screen Saturday morning. There's something fun about piling on the couch it's also a different experience because Curry and I don't have our phones right. and we're not, you know, checking email or looking at Instagram or all the other things that parents do with their phones around their children. The really, really important stuff that yeah. you do on your phone right? all the time. That's totally necessary. <laughs> right. But I think there's freedom. There is just such freedom in not having that little device with you and... You know, we've talked a lot about our Sabbath practices really cha not changed our parenting, but it just gives you a perspective. Our kids behave better on the Sabbath than any other day a week. And a lot of that is because we are totally attentive and attuned. And so, you know, I think it is that time without screens with our kids has helped us create some different boundaries and parameters around cell phone usage in our home because we've seen like you don't always feel disconnected because you're on it. You can read all the articles and all the things, but like you may not feel that way, but to actually watch it play out in our home and be like, I'm being a real crappy mom because I'm more interested in this little screen than my kids like there's conviction in that. And so I think even those are the ways that Sabbath has shaped us outside of Sabbath of how we use our phones when we're with our kids and those sorts of things. Yeah. It's like made me kind of hate my phone, honestly. Right. And yeah. And so we've changed habits around that. I think the other, when we started Sabbath, something that we were really concerned about is, um, 
our oldest two are both in Saturday morning activities. Right. Um, Bennett does sports. Blythe does dance. Um, and so, you know, whether it's been like basketball or hockey or soccer for Bennett, everything is Saturday mornings. And um, it was hard at first to think, how are we going to tell our kids they can't do this because we're Sabbathing as a family? And the more we talked about it, we came to the conclusion that for our kids, those activities are worship. Mm. They're using their bodies to like glorify God. And, and sure, when you're watching, you know, Bennett play basketball, you may not be like, Oh, look at the way he's glorifying God. But it's something that gives him life and, brings him joy and you know we talk about like his healthy body that God created and um and so it just felt like allowing them the freedom to worship in the ways that are meaningful to them the same ways that we want to have meaningful worship while we're sabbathing yeah um for our family we've made the choice that those things are important for our kids yeah and i think even spectating and not having a phone on you is very different than spectating with a phone. Yes. Right? Like you're, you have nothing to like distract you from right. actually watching what your kids are doing. Right. And I, it also gives you this opportunity to create community of you're talking to other parents. You know, the last couple semesters that Blythe has done dance, she's only had one other girl in her class. And so it's typically me and another mom. And it's amazing. Like if you don't pull out your phone, typically the other parent doesn't pull out their phone because then it feels like rude. <laughs> yeah, right. And so like just even creating friendships with other parents because of this and building community. Um, and not that if you use your phone, you can't create community. But I think we're just seeing, I think because we're having eyes to look for things because we're practicing Sabbath, we're seeing the gifts that God is giving us within that. And yeah, it's really yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then is our, is the best part of Sabbath. The best part right. of Sabbath. Our whole family would agree. Yes. We go to two brothers for lunch, Yes, which is a local like brewery place. And why it's the sweetest is it's always great food. Yep. We sit at the same booth. We have the same waiter. <laughs> Shout out to Tony. Shout out to Tony. <laughs> and I never dreamed, like, we've never had a place, the community we live in, you know, it's not like you walk to your local coffee shop or you know, I don't know, any number of things that people have, you know, that are within their community where they're known. And this has kind of become our place, actually, when we went on Saturday there's a new waiter and we walked in and he was like asking us questions and two of the waiters, other waiters at the restaurant are yelling at him, like just send him to table 42. They know what to do. They can get their own menus. And so just like, not only have we created a relationship with Tony, our waiter and, you know, have gotten to talk a little bit about ministry and family and all of those things. Like we're finding community with the entire wait staff at this restaurant. And, you know, it's, we do put Britain on a screen for this lunch. For all of our sanity. Yep. Yep. We all get to enjoy hot food. 
the crazy thing about it is for whatever reason, our big kids don't, you know, we're in a stage that everything needs to be even and fair. And for that lunch, it's fine for Britain to have a screen. And we engage in conversation as a family. Bennett and Blythe have hysterical conversations together. Curry and I get to talk about life. Like, it's just this glorious, peaceful, mostly time of like just enjoying good food and being together as a family it's every time there's this moment every time in lunch i think when the when the the burger like comes to the table and you're just sitting there and like everything is just like right in the world like it it is all as it should be and i know we're like way over hyping this probably uh but man it sabbath lunch is just the the sweetest part of the week i would say for sure i would agree and so And it's also a time that we usually linger. Like sometimes we're there like an hour and a half plus. And, but it doesn't feel good. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Um, But it doesn't feel rushed. And I think that's the other crazy thing about Sabbath. You know, even in the morning we're watching cartoons and you're like, what time is it? And you assume it's like, you know, 10 and we've missed all of our commitments and it's like, it's 830. We've only been up for an hour and a half or, you know, whatever it is. The day is just slow because you don't have obligations and you're not trying to accomplish anything. And so the day just, it's the longest day of the week or 24 hours of the week, but not in a bad way. Yeah, like in a really good way. It's the most beautiful 24 hours. Yeah. Um, so then we come home, we used to have a toddler who napped. And so we got to like play a board game or engage with the older two kids. We now have a toddler who usually doesn't nap. And so that has changed our dynamic, but also the winter we used to go like on walks and stuff. I like cannot wait for warm weather, you know, June when it finally warms up in the Chicago land area. Right. And we can be outside again. That was a beautiful thing to be together outside, just even in the backyard while the kids played to just, we would sit outside and read and let them play. So just continuing that, um, that family time and that togetherness. And, you know, sometimes it's, our kids are creative and so we may paint or do a craft. This weekend we made slime. You know, just something that, like, can engage us all, entertains everybody. Um, yeah. And the afternoon just lingers. And yeah. then we typically break Sabbath um, with, like, a very simple dinner that takes minimal prep. Because um, we break Sabbath and then usually head to dinner. Sometimes, you know, we'll choose to break Sabbath with friends to kind of celebrate togetherness or community. Yeah, it's just, I mean, and Sabbath is a time for, like, uh, delighting in other people, you know? We de- we delight in relationships, and, yeah, it's a it's a great time for, for that sort of thing. Just, like, having life-giving people around, you yes. know? Yeah, it's good stuff. So. It is really, really good stuff. Yeah. So we just encourage you, I mean, uh, check out the stuff, the resources that we'll put out there. AJ's uh, book, he was on uh, the podcast three weeks ago or whatever it is now. Um, there's a book by Abraham Heschel, who's uh, this kind of Jewish, maybe mystic kind of guy and uh, just talks about the Sabbath and I think like really beautiful language. Uh, and then the Bridgetown Audio Podcast is just, 
it's hard for me to imagine this not settling deep into your soul. We, we live in a world that is so hell bent on busyness. Like we, we just can't, we can't stop. We're addicted, I think, to just being busy and to hurry and to, and our lives as Christians, I think most often look just like everyone else's because we're in the same rat race as everybody else. Uh, you know, and at what point do we have to say enough is enough and we're not going to give in to this sort of world's way of, of operating? I, I, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, these are things that we we are still growing in our knowledge. And I would say we're really passionate about Sabbath. And yeah. so, like, if you are local... We'd love to have you over for dinner, and we would love to talk Sabbath. If you're not local, send Curry an email, and we can, you know, Skype or email and and figure that out. Because I do think it's something, it feels really daunting. And I remember when we started this practice, like, not wanting to go 24 hours because I just thought, "I, I can't. That's too much. It's too much sacrifice. It's too hard. Um. And I, I think you may just need someone to encourage you on the journey and we would love to be those people. Um, and also it's worth it. I can't, I mean, we most Saturday nights go to bed talking about, I can't imagine not doing Sabbath. Yeah. It's, it's been so transformative to us as people. I, I even think how the Lord can move in you and through you, like even potentially on a Sunday morning, because you have given your spirit this space to delight in God and who he is, Mm -hmm. that it's this really sweet preparation to then gather with our church body on Sunday mornings and like be attuned to the spirit because you spent the day before communing with God and listening to him and, um, yeah. And, and it's not all rainbows and sunshine. Just because you choose to be obedient, like in all things, it doesn't mean that Sabbath is always easy and fun. And it's just an opportunity to like try again. Yeah. I think it's also a, a, a place, uh, a rare place in our lives where we tangibly walk out uh, believing that God is going to be faithful, even if we don't produce. I think it's, you know, it's an inoculation against that sort of way of thinking that we need a constant reminder of, you know? Uh, so yeah, we, yeah, we'd love to, uh, talk more about all this stuff and, uh, yeah, go out there and Sabbath. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. I hope you love hearing a little bit about what Sabbath means to us and checking out the episode. I know we've talked a lot about it, but I think this rest and and seeking God on a on the day that he has created is an important part of work, an important part of how we're supposed to do work. And so I just encourage you to check out some of the resources um, that are out there and maybe try the Sabbath for yourself, even if it's a small little window. Just give it a try. Uh, I mean, it, it can't hurt. I will, I will guarantee that. So, uh, yeah, make sure that you're following me on, on Instagram and Facebook at theology of hustle once again, and, uh, go ahead and leave us a rating and review. If you can, uh, you can, sl- uh, scroll to the bottom of your iTunes app and, and leave the rating and review there. It's super helpful to get the word out about the podcast. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time at the magic table. <laughs>